Welcome to the Be Real, Get Real podcast from Women's Prosperity Network. Real women sharing real stories about their ups, their downs, their journey, and their transformations. Through these stories, we'll explore what it takes to have the courage to speak your truth, follow your passion, and be the change you want to see in the world. And now, let's get started with today's show. All right, and welcome to the Be Real, Get Real podcast. I'm your host, Nancy Matthews, co-founder of Women's Prosperity Network. And this podcast is about bringing you real stories of real women who have been through some stuff, are on the other side. Probably we're all, I know I'm still going through some stuff, but sharing these stories so that you have uh, opportunity to grow yourself, to expand and to be the best you possible. Today, our guest is Dr. Melissa Balazan from Colorado, and we're going to be talking with her today about her journey through the medical field, her career, her profession, her entrepreneurship, and we're going to talk about from stenosis to open and free. Welcome, Dr. Melissa. Thank you, Nancy, for having me. I'm so honored to be here. I'm honored to have you. And I'm curious, too, about stenosis, because it's something I hadn't heard of before. We'll we'll dive into that in a moment. Uh, For our viewers, let me let you know just a little bit about her background and the beautiful, um, amazing woman and expert that we have with us on the show today. So Dr. Melissa Balazon is the founder and CEO of Colorado Wife Consulting. She has over 20 years experience in the healthcare field, combining Eastern and Western medicine. Dr. Melissa is a consultant, a concierge pharmacist who focuses on women's health and stress management, working to improve anxiety, depression, pain, and chronic health conditions. As an advocate for her clients, she empowers them to take charge of their health, educating them to know they have a choice. She uses her pharmaceutical training and knowledge of medication, supplements, nutrition, physical and mental health to guide her clients on their health journey and help them make informed decisions about their health and life goals. And I want to start off today by asking you, you came from this background of formal training in um, pharmaceutical and you worked for many years in that industry. How did this two, two part question? How did this morph into what you're now doing? And also, did you always have this desire? Like I'm I'm thinking to myself, choosing pharmacy, there was something inside of you that was connected to wellness, right? Exactly. Dial in. Exactly. So yes, I have always had the desire to help people and make a difference in their lives. And so um, at a young age, when I was still in high school, I was kind of searching for things and I kind of knew I wanted to go into the healthcare field. I had um, a very dear family member, my mom, who was had a rare condition. And so I was like, I'm going to go in, I'm going to figure out how I can find a cure for this, find something to help her out. Wow. That's what actually led me into pharmacy. I didn't want to go and be a physician at that time. I was like, nah, that's not quite it. And along the way with looking at, you know, going into pharmacy, I looked at, and there was a world available. I didn't have to go and just deal medications to people. I had the ability to do all kinds of things. And so 
throughout my career, even though I've worked for others in the past, I've actually been combining Eastern and Western medicine and looking at uh, supplementation for people, making sure they don't interact with people. So this is, this is 20 years worth of, I've been doing this um, more and more. And for my mom, especially, uh, I actually, we came up with a supplement regimen that actually helped her better than the, than the Western medication she was wow. on. Wow. So she's still on a few, you know, there's a, there's a combination. So she's uh-huh. on both, but yes, I've been, my passion has been there for a long time. Well, and, you know, I, I heard a statistic that I think it's number two or number three cause of death is the um, misinteraction of different sub, you know, medications and things like that. And I don't know if I got the statistic right, but it's pretty hot. Yes, it is pretty high. And that's, that, that's a huge passion of mine. And I've done that for a long time. I say optimizing your medications and supplements. Mm. What happens is you may be put on one medication by one physician, another by another physician, and then you decide to supplement on your own and you don't have anybody to look over those. And absolutely there is interactions that can happen with natural things Mm. with your medical things. So sometimes they combine and sometimes they don't. And those interactions can be severe, which can lead to the the statistic. And I I don't know the exact statistic, but yes, it interactions are dangerous. Well, and I want to touch upon something here too, because I might think, oh, okay, so I've got these medications and I'm going to do these natural things. And we think because they're coined natural and they're not a prescribed thing, somehow we think that they're okay. Like we don't need to be concerned about it, but that's not true. That is not true. I'm glad you brought that up. That is near and dear to me to educate, to let the world know that natural does not necessarily mean safe. Mm -hmm. Number one, you don't necessarily know what's in it. So you want to make sure you get in a good quality product. And there are some great quality natural products out there. There are some not so great out there. So you got to be careful. You got to do your research And yes, those natural things can interact with other natural things and they can interact with your your regular prescription or over-the-counter medication. So you've got to be cautious of that and and do your research. Yeah, and so if I was to, and you may not know this answer, but if I was to get medication from my doctor and then I have a holistic healer that I also happen to work with who recommends these supplements, Um, will my doctor be able to say yay or nay on whether I should do it? That's a great question. Some of your physicians will, some of them will not. It depends upon how well educated they are in that um, more natural holistic field. Same with your natural holistic provider. They may not be educated on the Western medicine side of things. And that's where somebody like me, you know, who has that knowledge of both, Um, Your physician is very, um, very highly educated in certain things, but they're not an expert in everything. Mm -hmm. Your holistic provider is not an expert. So you've got to make sure that they work together and that, you know, there's research done to figure out, okay, which is good and which is bad. My goal when, you know, is to have to educate you to ask the right questions of your physician so that you can make the choice for yourself and say, okay, yeah, I want to try this holistic approach, this more natural approach. Are you okay with it? Will you support me? 
What can I help you understand more? Those kind of those kind of questions, so that they're on your side. You're not going against them, but that they can kind of understand. And and they're truthfully, physicians aren't given a lot of knowledge about natural supplements, and they have actually well. As a pharmacist, I went through a lot of a lot of pharmacology. Yeah. Physicians go through less than I did, and they yet can still prescribe to you. Right, right, yeah, fascinating. Uh, so I'm like, you need to call Dr. Melissa to find out, <laughs> get her to help you. You know, really get yourself the best treatment. And I'm thinking about what you said about your mom. Is that through a combination of the medications with supplements? The medications alone didn't give her the same result as the the right combination, which you were able to do. That's correct. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful. So use use everything you can for optimum health and wellness. So make sure you get in touch with Dr. Melissa. Um, let's talk a little bit about your journey because you've been through quite a lot as it pertains, you know, you know, not only your career, but you went through a physical pretty severe physical trauma incident, whatever we want to call it. Yes. Let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah. So um, as a healthcare provider, high stress level, Mm -hmm. most positions are high stress level, you know, whether you're CEO, whether you're mom, whether you're just, you know, not just whether you are, (laughs) you know, wherever you're working, you're probably in a high stress environment. And for me, part of my journey I was able to go through and I I had pieces in place to help me with my stress management and my self-care. What I didn't realize is I didn't have enough. And so I got to a point in my career where my health, um, I I choose the metaphor as I was hit over the head with a two by four. And it took me a few years to actually figure it out because I was in the healthcare field. Why does my head hurt? (laughs) Exactly. I was in the healthcare field. I'm going through, I'm like, okay, well, let's go and do this and see this physician. You know, your body starts talking to you and you get symptoms. And so those symptoms, some of them I ignored, which I, that's part of my message is I want to make sure you're not ignoring your symptoms because your body will speak to you in more ways than one. And for me, Um, what happened is the stenosis. So the stenosis that we talked about with the stenosis is like a narrowing, a constricture. And that can happen. That's a medical term that can happen in various parts of your body. For me, that actually happened within my throat. And so my throat was closing off. It was like you were choking. No matter how much water you drank, it was just stuck, couldn't go anywhere, couldn't go up, couldn't go down. Took me a while to find the right physician to get to where I was. Along my my journey, I was going through and I'm like, okay, well, what really caused this? And as of course, hindsight, always 2020, you look back, I started looking through things as I was going through my journey, what's going on? And I really took a hard look at my career. You know, I had the great job. I have the toys and the fun and, and the ability to travel and all those things. I'm like, well, what is this worth? What is this worth? It's, it's really literally closing off my throat, shutting down my system as I was being silenced in certain areas of my career, my body was reacting. And so I really stopped and I looked, and I was like, okay, I finally found the right physician. 
now I need to have surgery to open this up so that I don't feel like I'm choking. I don't feel like I can't breathe. And I really took a hard look. I'm like, is my health really worth this, this particular job? Cause my career, I still say my career is pharmacy. I'm still doing that, but that particular area and it, and I, I really believe it was a gift. It was a gift from God to, to say, Hey, it's time to move on. It's time for you to move on. It, it sounds like you've had that moment in life when many of us have, especially after we've, you know, followed the path we were told, you know, go to school, go to college, get a good job that, you know, the, you know, this is, this is where society, mainstream society wants you to go. And you could wake up. Now, number one, I want to comment on the, when you talked about stress, I think that one of the challenges we have in our, in our world today is stress is expected and accepted. And we don't realize the impact that it's having on us over time. And then the second thing is that you wake up one day feeling all those effects of stress in your physical health and your mental health and your relationships, like it pours everywhere. When, when, when you're not feeling fulfilled and happy and there's just so much stress around it, you wake up one day and you go, oh, is this really how I'm supposed to be living? Really? That's what this was all about. I don't know why I was working so hard to get here. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And that, that, I mean, you, you did, you, you hit it. Stress is in our society. Stress is expected Yeah. and it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be, you know, you can find a way to mitigate it, to manage it, to eliminate it potentially. I mean, there's still pieces that are going to come up. And our body has, um, I'll talk a little medical again. Our body has the fight or flight syndrome and that's your stress response. And that's necessary when you're put in that critical situation, you know, there's a fire in your house and you need to run out. But what we've done is we've heightened our senses so much that we're living at that fire level all the time and we don't know the difference. Yeah, our adrenals get exhausted, right? That's a big piece of it. And there's all kinds of symptoms. So I love that you also said you got to pay attention to your body. Yes. Because just because, you know, you might be advancing in years doesn't mean that your knees have to hurt when you walk up and down the steps. That's exactly right. Your knees should not have to hurt. It can <laughs> or your back or your shoulder. Or your back. <laughs> right. Age is just a number. That's, that's just a number. Uh, and depending upon how, you know, you listen to your body, you take symptoms. I was talking to somebody just the other day, speaking of her knees, she's like, my, when I eat this certain food, my knees hurt. So she started eliminating that certain food. Guess what? Her knees aren't hurting, but that was a symptom. Her body was saying, Hey, I don't like this. I know. And so same thing, you know, Maybe it's that headache. You get at 3 p.m. every day. And you're like, why do I get a headache at 3 p.m.? There's something going on there. I mean, and that's, that's a mild thing. Most all of us get some form of pain somewhere. Well, and you know, it's interesting. I'm going to go on a tangent for a moment. Um, about two weeks ago, I noticed that in the morning after I got up and I did my morning routine, which is, you know, I make my coffee, I 
drink, I watch, you know, something motivational, I read, I journal, like I have this whole little ritual I do. But I noticed myself feeling a little jittery or dizzy or lightheaded. And I was like, oh, what's that about? Oh my gosh, what's wrong with me? <laughs> and I was just, no, just breathe, Nancy, just breathe. And I noticed that throughout the day, it eased up. And I was like, well, what could this be? I'm sleeping good. I wake up, I'm doing my normal routine. And then I had a thought. I wonder if it's from caffeine. It's possible. And I did an experiment and I bought half caffeinated instead of full caffeinated. I bought half caffeinated coffee and I've been drinking coffee in the morning for decades. Like it's my morning ritual. So I experimented and guess what? My those symptoms went away. Amazing. Yeah. But, uh, and but here's the thing. How could it be all these years? Ca caffeine was no issue. And then all of a sudden it was. So it is, <laughs> it is not, it. It's not the number. <laughs> I'm not going there. It's not the number. What happens is our bodies do change over time. We have hormones. Yeah. We have a lot of different hormones, not just, you know, the, there's hormones that make us feel good. There's hormones that make us do different things. And those hormone levels can change. Mm -hmm. And my guess, I mean, without more details, but my guess would be since you did that little experiment, you had a slight hormonal change mm -hmm. that caused that caffeine to say, I don't quite like that right now. That that's my thoughts there. I was happy it worked. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's good. It's real good. Uh, and, and part of the reason I wanted to share that particular story is where you were talking about listening to your body. So I could have had many different reactions to that as opposed to, you know, going to the connection. Well, what am I putting in my body that, that I know is a huge, huge factor, just like with the girl when you talked about when she eats a certain food, her knees hurt. When I eat certain Mexican food, I get such an upset stomach. I love the way it tastes, but I don't like the way it makes me feel. Right. Right. That's what we have to look at. Um, so let's talk about the transition from you. So you got this wake up call. You were hitting the head the two by four for, and it took a while to realize what was going on. How was it to transition from, you know, that, you know, great paying job, what you had worked for for all these years, too? Because not only, you know, is it about the money? It's like I invested myself in this. How did you make the transition? Because there may be somebody listening um, in a similar situation. That's a great question. So the transition, um, it was a little difficult. It was, you know, I had to really think about it. There was a moment that I knew that I was no longer meant to be there. Mm -hmm. And then I fought it for a little while <laughs> before I actually um, decided to move on. But making that transition is, um, I was so, um, when I made that decision, when I knew in my head, I was like, this is not the place I need to find some other place or some other thing to do. I took a look at why I was doing it. So came back down to, you know, why did I go to into pharmacy to begin with my purpose? And so the transition, I, I then took a couple of months for myself. I'm like, okay. I hadn't been taking care of myself and my health reacted. So I took some time for me, really looked into, you know, what can I do better? And as I started doing that, 
I started realizing that I had lost my passion for where I was at the moment. And so I was able to then rekindle my passion and be able to move forward and say, okay, I can still go and make a difference and save lives and change lives, still using the knowledge that I went to school for. I can do it on my own, just slightly different. So having that time to think, that's always a good thing. Sit and listen, sit and think. So for me, it, it took a couple months. Not everybody has that much time. Maybe you start listening now. So let's listen to your body, figure out, okay, you know, what are you putting up with that you don't want to put up with anymore? And that's kind of where I was. I was like, okay, I don't want to put up with this anymore. Really good. My health and my family is more important to me than this, than this particular job. And that's, that was my turning point. I was like, okay, let's change. And then as I started looking, I was like, I can still make a difference. And that was my key. I, you, you listen, I listen to myself and you listen to yourself. What is your purpose? And what, what is that, that core thing that you want? Where do you guided to do? And that's how I was able to, to realize that I could still do this it would just be a little bit more difficult um, because I didn't, you know, I wouldn't have, I didn't have the higher support. I found other support infrastructure around. Right. I didn't have the infrastructure, but I was able to find other support, just like Women's Prosperity Network. I was able to find different communities to support me in making that transition. And, and for me personally, as I look back, both my parents had, I mean, my, my dad had a regular, it wasn't a regular nine to five, but he had a, a um, work for, for, for somebody yeah. else, but they were also entrepreneurs in themselves. They had two businesses of their own. Wow. And so as I look back, I'm like, well, they did it. Why shouldn't I be able to do this? Yeah, and it doesn't necessarily mean it needs to be in your genes, but it, there's other people out there doing things. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I can do this and I can still have the impact that I want to have. Love it. Love it. Good. And we're all happy that you did because now you're here serving all of us. So um, Dr. Melissa, thank you for being with us today. Please let our listeners know how they can find you, reach you, and um, have you support them in this beautiful integration between Eastern and Western to live and feel your best. How do they get in touch with you? Oh, thank you, Nancy. Um, the easiest way to get in touch with me is I actually set everything up in a Linktree account. Nice one spot to go. So it's um, link, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E forward slash Dr. Melissa B. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll put that link for you here as well. So it's real easy for you to reach out and access her. I want to thank you for making time to be with us today. I appreciate you greatly. And uh, look forward to hearing more stories of how you've been really making a difference in people's lives, because I know that you are. So thank you, Dr. Melissa. Thanks so much for having me. My pleasure and my purpose. And that is our pleasure and purpose here at Women's Prosperity Network. So be sure to tune in again next week for another episode of the Be Real, Get Real podcast and check out all the many ways Women's Prosperity Network is here to support you in living your best life as you make a positive impact for yourself as well as for others. Have a blessed day, everybody. Bye. Bye, Dr. Melissa. 
Thank you for joining us on the Be Real, Get Real podcast from Women's Prosperity Network, the place where impact-driven women shine as they make a positive difference for their families, their communities, and the world at large. Be sure to visit womensprosperitynetwork.com to tap into the power, resources, and connections this extraordinary community provides. That's it for today. I'm your host, Nancy Matthews, and until next time, make it a magical day.